All right, as we just saw, we did entry number one, focusing in on where we saw God's love. And now we're moving into entry number two. And the question for entry number two is, as the greatest revelation of God's love, what picture of Jesus or him crucified gave you assurance of salvation from today's reading? And what you'll notice is that each of these entries flows out of the other. So the first one we looked at was God's character of love. Flowing, flowing out of that is entry number two. What specifically, within the framework of God's character of love, what picture of Jesus or him crucified gave you assurance of salvation for, from today's reading? And as we'll see in our next episode, that the same will be the case for entry number three and four. They flow into one another until you get to entry number four. All right. So again, our question or our journal entry for number two is as the greatest revelation of God's love, what picture of Jesus or him crucified gave you assurance of salvation from today's reading? Jesus taught that he was the theme of all scripture, especially what he would accomplish for our salvation on the cross. And you can reference John chapter 5, verse 38 to 40, Luke chapter 24, verse 27, verse 32, and verses 44 to 47 to see more on that theme. The Apostle Paul felt so strongly about this that he said, I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 2. It is Jesus and him crucified that vividly provides the greatest revelation of God's love, as Paul writes to the church in Rome. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's Romans 5, verse 8. What Jesus did for us on the cross justified us or declared us right with God freely by his grace without any contribution on our part, which is what Paul meant when he said we were justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, Romans 3, 24. It is because of this that our hearts are drawn to Jesus to confess our sin and turn from it to his grace. So we receive the present assurance of our salvation in Jesus. Having been made right or declared right with God through faith in Jesus, we stand free from guilt, shame, or condemnation. Therefore, Paul says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit, Romans 8, 1. What I love most about this verse is that no matter when you come to it, it always reads now to remind us that right now in Christ, 
we are not condemned. Having been set free from the condemnation of sin, we are free to grow in grace by the power of the Holy Spirit. We are not saved by our works, but rather we are saved for good works. You want to see Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10 to explain that some more. This wonderful good news runs like a scarlet thread from Genesis to Revelation, often in the form of pictures, I describe them as, that reveal this central truth in Jesus. For example, in the Old Testament, the ark by which Noah, his family, and the animals were saved from the flood was a picture of Jesus and him crucified. Get in the ark and you'll be saved. And the invitation is, get in Christ by faith in what he accomplished for us at the cross and you'll be saved. Noah, going into the ark, him and his family and the animals, was a picture. The ark was a picture of Jesus and him crucified. The various sacrificial offerings given to God by which the repentant sinner was accepted and forgiven was a picture of Jesus and him crucified. He is our sacrificial offering, the one-time sacrifice for our sins accomplished for us at the cross. Abraham offering his only beloved covenant son of promise, Isaac, as a sacrifice. But God stopping it as a test of Abraham's faith was a stunning picture of Jesus and him crucified. The substitutionary sacrifice of Christ was seen there in the lamb or the, or the ram rather caught in the thicket that would be dying in place of Isaac. Isaac being the son of Abraham the father dying, right? To fulfill covenant was pointing to Christ, the son of God being offered. All of this are all pictures of Jesus and him crucified. David defeating Goliath on behalf of Israel was a picture of Jesus and him crucified. David came to defeat Goliath on behalf of the Israelite army and Saul that were scared and didn't feel they could defeat not only the Philistines, but specifically Goliath. Jesus comes as the son of David, the true rightful king of Israel, and he defeats our Goliath, which is sin and Satan, on our behalf, and therefore we get victory based on what Jesus, the son of David, has accomplished, the victory he accomplished for us, him defeating Satan through his life, death, burial, and resurrection. And the same reality is true uh, as we see Jesus and him crucified for us through even the story of David and Goliath. Okay? I mean, this goes on and on. These are pictures of Jesus and him crucified that come out of the scripture, even in the New Testament. Within the story of Jesus' life in the four Gospels, Jesus healing people physically by faith was a picture of him saving us by faith through the cross. Jesus delivering people from demon possession demonstrated his power to save us from sin and Satan's power through the cross. Jesus turning water into wine was a symbol of his saving blood. Jesus feeding the 5,000 with bread from heaven as a symbol of his broken body given to us as a more than satisfying, gracious gift, and Jesus' invitation to come to him and find rest, which in coming to him by faith in what he accomplished for us at the cross, we get true rest in Christ. All of these things vividly point to Jesus' gift of salvation accomplished for us at the cross. What he did for us at the cross, his 
justifying grace at the cross, the shedding of his blood gives us the assurance that our salvation is secure by faith in Jesus Christ. As you see this picture of Jesus and him crucified every day in scripture, I can tell you from my own personal experience, listen, you will have the assurance of salvation in him daily, daily. You'll be able to live from a place in, in your heart, in your mind, that is free from guilt and shame and you will live in freedom by faith and the freedom Christ has already given you by faith in what he accomplished at the cross. And every day you need to come to the cross in faith and affirm this reality through this practice of looking for the cross daily and whatever you're reading through scripture. It's in light of this reality that you move into the next entry, which we'll talk about in our next episode. Is your heart hungry for something you just don't know how to describe? Or has your spiritual journey run dry and you're looking for a refreshing new way to experience Jesus in Scripture? And while you may enjoy reading what others have written about Jesus in Scripture in devotional books, you may still have a desire to go directly to the source and discover its beauty for yourself. But how? And where do you start? Well, look no further. I'm CJ Cousins, and I've designed a resource to help you do just that. It comes out of something I've experienced for over 10 years now that has completely transformed my life. You see, according to Jesus himself, the entirety of Scripture is one story that testifies of him. And what if I told you that the good news about Jesus is not just found in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but throughout all of Scripture? This good news we call the gospel is the love of God revealed in Jesus Christ and him crucified and risen for our salvation and the establishment of his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And the entire Bible is its epic unfolding story. It's with this gospel lens that this one-year daily devotional journal invites you to experience Jesus by reading, meditating, and journaling through Scripture in a way that's simple yet totally life-changing. In the beginning of this journal, you'll find a guide to help you learn practical tips on how to maintain a vital relationship with Jesus, hear God's voice, and learn how to do this with others in a small group. So why wait? Come. Enter the story daily, and you will experience the joy of life in Christ.